Yo, what up? It's Moon from Greek Fire, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Welcome back to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Your host, Jason, along with Chris. Yo. Yo. Yes, and we are still alive. That is correct. We are. We are. Uh, <laughs> been very busy, to say the least. Uh, like everybody, everybody in life. It's the holidays, man. It's the holidays, and a lot of things happen. So, uh, yeah, Blues, you know, has started off hot, cooled off quite a bit lately. Boy, remember when we were 6-1 and one and everything was great? That's when we, we were recording, and then we stopped game. recording. We could blame us. Maybe we stopped recording Damn. a little bit, and... And it all goes to hell really quick. What a difference a month makes. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah. So yeah, we just haven't been busy. Like, unfortunately, like uh, life happens to say the least. So everything that happened, it kind of sucks. So uh, yeah, we'll fill in. Oh, I don't care, but like fill in. Like, so me, um, like I had two things. Like one, I had got the booster shot. Knocked me out for quite a bit. Getting mine in a week and a half. There you go. So, um, and secondly, like, I had, and so we talked about it kind of last time. I can't remember if we did or not. So, like, we lost uh, pets in the family yep. suddenly. And then the one that was sick, we had to put down as well. Yeah. So, we then on top of that, we just, like, we need to try to get another dog on top of that. So, I had, like, the, like, cycle. Of, I literally the circle of life going on in my house pretty much. I mean, you for, really do. Yeah. You, you, you for real do. That and, like, dude, I'm only a year removed from it. About this time last year, I was going through life with a new puppy. It's hell. Oh, yeah. And my I, sleep has been at a premium at most nights. Yeah. So, that's been the other thing, too, is, like, by the time, like, we've kind of, like, talked, like, you've been painting all day. Yeah. And then I've, like, gotten... Two to two to four hours of sleep, yeah. And I'm like, hey, you want to hop on record? You're like, yeah. And then I'd fall asleep, or I would fall asleep, yeah, or so, both, or both. And then so it happened like that for days upon days. So, well, we apologize. And so like I haven't been active on the socials either, just because I've been, like I said, between that holidays and other stuff, it's just been very busy, and it's hard for it's hard. So like everybody I, I else out there, everybody has stuff going on. I mean, we're no exception. Hell, my end, I. I was traveling for work by the band that I directly managed just finished their tour and I bought a house. I've been feel like I've turned into Bob Vila recently, but um, yeah, the two things I've learned is that I forgot how much I enjoy slash hate working on houses and that I can't watch sports in this new house. Yeah. Cause I uh, team didn't, do uh, well none of my teams win yeah. when I watch games in my house. Yeah. None, none. Yeah, Bills did not do great today. No, and the last game I watched the Bills play in that new house was the Jacksonville game, where they the scored six damn points. Yeah, and both games I watched in the new house for the Blues were uh, last night's Dallas game and last Tuesday night's Coyotes game. Yeah, both hot garbage. Yeah, so sports in the new house not good. So Chris has to do one or two things: sell this house. If anyone knows a sports exorcist. Come and cleanse the spirits in this yeah. new house. Light some sage in your house. Something. Going? Get get the evil sports spirits out. Yeah, so the blues. I have a friend who's a witch, and I asked her to come over, and she's like, you're ridiculous. The spirits don't care about sports ball. And I was like, listen, woman. They do. They clearly do. It's, it's proven fact. Yeah. Yeah, but 
So, yeah. So, we have obviously a lot of stuff going on. And it sucks. And like I said, everybody in life has that going on. But we're no exception. So, now we're back finally. And we get to do, well, unfortunately, talk not, not great stuff. It's been a lot of up and down for the Blues. So, we've yes. had uh, definitely the whole. Uh, we had a COVID rocky road. Yeah. So, we had, I think we had. So, O'Reilly, Krug, mm. Mikola, Huso. Yep. And Brandon Saad all were in and. Out, out, of, out protocol. Of, of protocol. So everybody, I believe everybody's officially out of protocol now. Correct. Now we have Brayden Shen with an injury. Yeah. Um, Working got, his way back, but he was, uh, as of yesterday's practice in the morning, he was doing stick handling drills, which yep. was something he wasn't doing earlier in the week. So he's progressing, which is good to hear for the Blues. Sunquist is back. Yeah, which is excellent news, and I think he will definitely – once he gets his wheels going, obviously yep. he helped out on one of the goals that that uh, um, Brandon Saad goal the other night, the second his second goal, the pass where mm-hmm. he just as all Sunquist who worked from one zone to another, and I was like, yep, that's the Oscar Sunquist the Blues miss. Like once, indeed, once they kind of get everything together, and it seemed like the remember we talked about how the penalty kill was like it was ranked really really high. Yes, but if you looked at like really close, there was like three or four goals during that time period where it was scored within like five seconds of it ending yeah so this technically don't count towards the stats but they were yeah i agree kind of short it's like power play extended yeah so they really didn't you know score so they really didn't like defend you know whatever it is so that's kind of taking a hit um i think the brayden chin's kind of like throwing things off but guys have stepped up so we, we'll talk about that including uh, uh perunovic yeah and then perunovic is up so we have a lot of interesting things a trade that the blues made on top of that yep so a lot of different things have gone on since the last time we've talked. So we're gonna to try to work our way through the highlights. The highlights of everything. Like the the, the game recaps are not gonna be there. I'll be honest because uh, we've we are because you don't want to hear them. Yeah. A you don't hear them. B we're really far behind. So we right. have, we would have like ten game recaps to do, which is ridiculous. Right. So we're gonna talk about maybe the last couple games, obviously. So the couple sure. couple downers, but you know, but we'll talk about all the movement roster wise and everything that's gone on. So. First off, we talked about the COVID stuff. So obviously, yep. I think O'Reilly, I, uh, he quote unquote had like very mild symptoms for a couple of days and was okay after that, but he had a lot of fatigue. That shows quite a bit. I'll be honest. Oh yeah, he yeah, is yeah. still working his way back because you can tell he is not where he was. He was like playing so well to start the year, and he's not very back. Like that, it just shows like how much this thing can like wipe you out, and then it takes like it if, really does. And maybe you're quote unquote you're through with it, but how you have to build that stamina back up and how mm-hmm. much bad it wipes you out for those you know, he was out for ten days. Well, I mean look four at, games at, total. So. at the end of the day, we're talking about COVID. It's a respiratory disease. Mm-hmm. So it's going to affect your stamina. It's going to affect your endurance. You know, your it, it affects how you breathe. So I think that anyone who's who has that, you know, obviously you want it to be minor. But even a minor, it's going to affect your play. There's just no way around it. Um, so, you know, he, he does seem to be getting better. But, yeah, that first game, like you could just tell that the wheels weren't there. Yeah, they're still working their way back from it. So uh, so he's at back. Uh, Tory Krug came back and has played really well. So yes. we kind of talked about the whole Tory Krug Hoping he turns into just like Justin Falk. Well, Justin, Justin Falk, Falk did not model. play well, and he played well the second. And I, I'll be honest, he's already had three goals. He had two of all last year yep. in a you know in a short season, and I think Tory Krug overall looked pretty good. And I, I agree. Think once 
the he gets going. I think once we kind of figure out this whole defensive thing that's happening, which let's get into that before we get into more movement. Sure. So obviously, Tory Krug is playing really well. Mm-hmm. Justin Falk is playing like he has been. The defensive pair that's been a lot of people's talking points lately is the pairing of Pareko and Scandella, which just got broken up last game. Right. Um, that is, and I don't want to put it all on one of the two. Like, but Scandella has been the one that to me has been the ones that jump out. The mistakes that jump out mm-hmm. has been Scand- the one Scandella make. Has Pareko made some? Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Is he maybe covering for Scandella? I haven't watched that closely. I couldn't tell you. Just to watch like one pairing the whole time, but uh, yeah, what do you think about the pair? Like that is that something that the Blues need to? Does Scandella need to be? Which they eventually did. Scandella got moved down and has less minutes now. Yeah, um, and I want to see a couple of games of that before I can kind of like you have know, the eye test kind of because obviously right. they played like trash last night. Oh. So, um, but do the Blues need to? Not you can get rid of Scandella, but they need to move him down to third spot, third pairing permanently, or do they need to go out and get somebody to fill his gap, or do they need to just get rid of Scandella? I don't know if it's to the point where we need to talk about getting rid of Scandella, but obviously he's not playing um, great hockey right now. So I think that the move down in lineup was um, warranted and um, and valid. We'll see. Like you said, I, I think that we need to give it a couple games, give it the eye test, and see how it is. You know, look, every player is going to ebb and flow and have peaks and valleys in their game. And Scandella, Marco Scandella is a great hockey player, and I'm, I'm glad he's on the Blues, and I think that he has served his role quite well in his time here. Um, but you're right. It seems like that pairing – just isn't working. And maybe it's as simple as that. You know, chemistry amongst line mates, as much as you want it to be there, sometimes isn't there. And maybe those two players are just suited better being paired with other players. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I, obviously, we know that Pareko's a great player. We know that is a great player. Is it that is just, you know, having a down run? Is it that those two just don't work well as a tandem? Who knows? But yeah. I, I think that that change was warranted. Yeah, they definitely had a uh, – so obviously, Scandal the first came over in the trade from Montreal and tore it up. And yep. he had the definitely this is a contract year and I'm like somehow playing out of my mind, which ha- – like some people say like, oh, they purposely do it. Like I don't think so. I think sometimes like you maybe you go into survival mode where you're like you sure. need to – you mentally, you just, he plays better when he's a contract year. It's happens to so many. How many times have you seen guys oh, yeah. play this, get this huge contract, and then they dip off? And it's like, they got their money now, they forgot how to play. Yeah. Every sport. Yeah, that happens in every sport. So it, there's something there, which I wish that, I mean, there has to be a study out there or something that is showing what, like, how, how does that happen? Like, how your skills deteriorate? And sometimes it happens to guys who are, is an age thing. Sometimes it's not. It's like they sign contracts young and just like lose it. You know, I think that it's a, I think some of it's a comfort level thing. Yeah. You know, I think when you lock up a big contract for both big money and big term, you know that you're set for the next five, seven years. Yeah. Um, so you probably do take your foot off the gas a little bit, which you shouldn't. You're, Logically, you think if I'm getting paid this now, I need to earn it. Yeah. Um, but Which, I think 
and it's I don't even think it's just a sports thing. I it's think that yeah. that's a human nature thing. Um, you have that exhale of okay, I, I you know I got the contract, you know I'm I'm going to be okay, and you have that exhale. Be it you're a CEO of a company or you know whatever it is. Um, I, I think that Scandella. I'm not going to say that Scandella is an, you know an all star and all world you know first liner, but he's dude's a proven NHLer. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, it's it, very it's, it's an interesting like study to kind of look at and see like what's kind of happened since the signing of that contract mm-hmm. to now, but. So they kind of blew. They did the best they can to address the situation right. for right now. So they're calling up their you know, our, our big one prospect, Scott Perunovic, leading not only defenseman in scoring, mm-hmm. but leading all the AHL in scoring through twelve games, twenty points in twelve games. He's good, playing very well. Um, first game, nearly played nineteen minutes. I got to see his first game uh, on Thursday, so I got to see a winner. Thank God when they played San Jose. That's where I thought, okay, you lose to Arizona. And you turn things around against San Jose. Here we go, and then you have a stinker in Dallas. So who knows what's going to happen? But we'll talk about the games in a second here. But uh, Prunovich up, and just a quick eye test. I like it. Yeah, he's he, he has the qualities that we lost with Vince Dunn. The quick puck movement. The you know pretty pretty good skater. Uh, gets pucks out of his own end. Um, you know plays guys pretty well. From obviously, there's going to be rookie mistakes there. Sure. But uh, so far, so good, I think, honestly, from what I've seen. So I know a lot of people, a lot of us tend to overhype our prospects. That's, a, that's definitely a Blues fan thing to do. Uh, but in this case, I think so far, so good with Scott Perunovic. And I think looking forward, he has one point so far. I got to see the assist. And that was a play that he 100% created in Robert Thomas's goal uh, in, on, against San Jose. So we'll talk about that coming up. So they talked about the defensive moving and the kind of moving up there. So the Blues, to make room with Oscar Sundquist coming back. So Oscar Sundquist comes back after nearly eight months off. So Oscar Sundquist not only had knee surgery, he had double hip surgery. Yep. And that was more the thing that was key. And that was the thing that healed first. The double hip surgery healed first. And he was just focusing on the knee. So he had a ton of surgery done. So and it shows how hard he plays the game. And he came back and it's worked his way back. And I think we talked about the goal and looked good. I yes. Think, I think – Having him to anchor the fourth line, as much as I, I sometimes think he should be moved up, but he's so good at the fourth line role and what he does, playing penalty kill, give you energy. He can move up real quick if you need him on the third line, maybe even second line if you really need him in a pinch. But you can move easily move him back down to number, being in the fourth line, and it works out great. So with Sunquist coming back, though, here comes the cap crunch. So the Blues, the reason that earlier they called up Callie Rosen was because – of the salary cap. They couldn't call Perunovic earlier. Yep. Because it would have been Perunovic when they flat out said For it. sure. They flat out said that early on. It was it would have been Perunovic, but he just makes too much. He literally made an extra $200,000 more than Rosen, which would have put them over the cap. Rosen came up and played not bad. I'll be honest. He, he was, was serviceable. He was yeah. He came up, did his job. Yep. Great. And that's what all you're asking for for guys who get called up. Uh, the outplay Scandella a couple games? I will say yes on that one. <laughs> that's just me saying Fair. But – not overall serviceable. There's games where like, you're like, ouch, that's why you haven't played the NHL in three years. And nothing against him, but just because I don't play NHL, I'm talking in a, on a microphone in a basement. So, Well said. Yeah. So, But 
Yeah, he's getting paid to play hockey a lot more than I am. So, Sunquist back, Prunovich called up, meaning they need to get rid of some cap, which they had about $900,000 they had to clear. They had, coincidentally, one player hanging around for $1 million. That'd be Kyle Clifford. Yep. So, Clifford gets sent through waivers, clears waivers, and then it, then it's quickly dealt after that to the Toronto Maple Leafs for the uh, really hyped-up prospect of future considerations. I love him. Yeah, so we're looking forward to see what future considerations can do uh, later on for the Blues. So, we'll see what happens to that. But, no, so obviously, all jokes aside, it does suck for Kyle Clifford to kind of like, you know, be traded, obviously – not an NHL player really anymore, unfortunately. Like the Blues brought him in to be kind of like, I don't know. Like let's be honest, like a Pat Maroon esque type. Agreed. Of guy. Agreed. Like a guy who comes in and plays tough, can anchor a bottom line, pot some goals for you, stick up for guys, be yep. your guy. Not I say fighter, but be your tough guy. And he really, he didn't really do much of any of that. Yeah, and uh, and showed because he just didn't play anymore. He didn't play. He played a couple games this year, one assist. Yeah. Um, so he gets sent to Toronto Marlies. So basically, here's the other thing too, and I was confused by this too. So the, Toronto Maple Leafs didn't pick him up on waivers because he has once he clears waivers, he can get sent down to the minors right away. So they traded for him after the fact, so he gets goes straight to the Marlies, the Marlies, and he doesn't get um, have to go through waivers again. So if he got the waivers again, technically Toronto would trade future considerations, which could be anything, you know, really, and. Um, they would get nothing if he gets picked up by somebody, which if he cleared once. You would think. You would think. But so, Kyle Clifford, thank you for your service. But, um, you know. Because like I said, when it happened, Kyle Clifford, we hardly knew ye. Yeah. So the Kyle Clifford era is officially over. Uh, like I said, the, the what made it possible for this trade to happen is the emergence of guys like Dakota Joshua. Because yes. that's something that last year, if you said – with everything that happened last year with all the COVID protocol and all the injuries the Blues had, if you told me Dakota Joshua would be contributing last year, I would be like, wow, we are not in good shape. Which, <laughs> Correct. Which, to a degree, I mean, due to all everything that was going on, we Well, were, I get it. But, um, yeah, but guess what? Dakota Joshua came in and proved me wrong, played, 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 good. That, played that fourth line role perfectly. Like, come in, drop the gloves, do what you need to do. Yep. So, all the movement that the Blues do. So, right now – who knows what they're going to do roster-wise. Everybody's pretty much back outside of Braden Shen. Right. Shen is still working his way back. He had that injury early on in November against, uh, I believe it was San Jose, I believe. They had, I think it was the San Jose game, I want to say. Yes. Yeah. I think you're right. So, let's get this here. So, that, no, it was the Kings game. The Kings. Uh, it was the Kings. It was right yep. before that. So, then he sat out and he's just been – tried to fight through it against the San Jose Seer game, and he was out after that. So, well, let's just start from the beginning of the month and so it got rolling from there. So, the early on, the Blues losing a shootout to the Kings 3-2 to two to start the month. What stuck out to me most about that shootout was that as good – as Jordan Bennington was in the overtime of that game. Yes. Because the Kings had like four or five great scoring opportunities in overtime, and he stoned them on all of them. He couldn't stop a beach ball in the shootout. Yes. So, unfortunately, 3-2 to loss over a shootout loss there. The next night they come back, and with Huso on waivers, uh, our prospect Joel Hoffer, 
gets to his first NHL start. Played okay. Yeah, played fine. Played fine. Five to three. The, Blue, the Blues came and played a great game on top of that, too. So that really helped that the Blues stepped up, scored a bunch of goals because there's coming a couple of me. Hoffer won it back. But he played well, got his first NHL win. So the Blues go Sunday, uh, play the Ducks, and the Ducks just whoop, whooped them. It was just not even competitive. Nope. Troy Terry can continues his uh, point streak, which that's the guy that I almost picked in the fantasy draft. That was our last pick. Man. Almost did. Because I'm like, oh, Troy Terry. I'm like, ah, oh, double T. I'm like, I'll do it to be funny. And no, ah. did somebody else to be funny. That was stupid. Did pick Zach Sanford instead. That's what I get. Oh. I think for picking Zach Sanford to be funny. That's what I get. So the Blues finishing up their road trip here, and they go to Winnipeg. So they're for Anaheim to Winnipeg. Hell of a flight there. Yep. So, uh, mind you, not even directly to Winnipeg. They go outside of Winnipeg because Winnipeg doesn't have an airport. How is that possible? Yeah. I know that's always the joke that Winnipeg doesn't have an airport. So where is the airport in quote-unquote Winnipeg? I don't know. It has to be like whatever city outside of Winnipeg, right? I mean, what? They have to bus in, right? What city could there be that's big enough to have an airport besides Winnipeg? I don't know. Maybe it's like the city right outside of Winnipeg. I'd have to look it up. I don't know. But I know it's funny. I mean, is this a situation where we're saying Winnipeg doesn't have an airport and the airport would be in, like, St. Charles? Maybe. That's what it is. See, this is where, and maybe it's because I'm a St. Charles kid, but, like, the people who are like, you're from St. Louis, you're from St. Charles. Shut up, dick. I'm from St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. Like, to me, if, if the airport is in, like, the St. Charles equivalent of Winnipeg, it's still the Winnipeg airport. Yeah. So, we'll see. But the Blues uh, go to Winnipeg, play a pretty competitive game. 3-2 uh, shootout win. We'll take that O'Reilly with the uh, pretty sweet backhand goal. Yes. So that was pretty awesome. So, like I said, working his way back. But that was that one where I saw that. I'm like, oh, there's the O'Reilly we know and love. Right. Great. Uh, they go home for one quick game against Nashville, and they lose an overtime. Mind you, this overtime, too, for this whole game, the Blues controlled and dominated. And sure did. Get a couple of shots, a lot of cycling, which, get me wrong, Annoyed the crap out of me. But you're holding possession. Yep. And literally, the 20 seconds they didn't have possession, they get a two-on-one the other way and they score. Yep. And you're just like, you got to be kidding me. That's hockey. Yep. So the Blues get to play, you know, two really good teams on the weekend. So to me, I'm like, great. This is the test you guys need. You get Carolina, who only at this time has two losses. And if you can play them well and win one here, this shows, that, okay, you're still one of the top teams, too. Yes. Blues, mind you, while I think it's played pretty decent game overall, still loses one three to two. I mean, out a couple guys. Joel Hoffer started this one, and this was a late goal from the point that he you could flat out see was guessing. Yeah. He was he guessed which way this would go. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. I mean, I got nothing to add to that. It was a heartbreaker of a goal. The Blues deserved a point in that game. Uh, Carolina's real good. Yep. That's, and they're going to make you pay when you make mistakes. Yeah, so Brendan Smith gets the late goal with about three minutes left. Um, the first goal was uh, Brandon uh, Skeegee. Yes. Which I love. The, uh, that's the one from the infamous. That's an uh, S, that's a, a K, K, and a J all next to each other, so that's a nope. nope. So that's a, uh, that's a funny one. So let's see what do I got here. Oh, then we played another really team that's rolling pretty well. The Edmonton Oilers and want to turn into a shootout here. So five to four loss for the Blues. Uh, I will say at one point it was four to one. Yeah, and the Blues. 
Blues came back. Blues came back. So that's one thing I was like, all right, both these games on the weekend too, which and they lost, and it's maybe it's the eternal optimist to me that I'm always very much like, oh, like he'll be okay. We'll come back and stuff. You know, Cairo got the Blues going early, and yeah. then the one that killer was the Conor McDavid one with like five seconds left. It's Conor McDavid. Yeah, it's like literally a simple little pass, and Pareko did not cover him. Nope. nope. Uh, then early on, it was like. Dreisaitl scores, and Bortuzzo gets the one after a scramble, and you're like, great, here we go. And then Nugent Hopkins got a goal, and then Ryan McLeod got a goal. But then the Blues fought back with Ivan Barbashev gets a goal, and Tarasenko, who continues to play very well this year with his seventh uh, goal. And seems to always be getting the goal to bring the Blues back even in the third. Yeah, and that's what – in I think almost every single one of his goals has been third period so far. I think – yeah, I think you might be right. And every goal is either tied the game or put the Blues ahead as of this goal. Uh, and then, of course, you're looking forward to overtime, and then uh, uh, Kyler Yamamoto gets a goal with 28 seconds left. Says, so cool, check this out. Yeah. And, yeah, so it's one of those things where it's like they're real close. Mm-hmm. Like they're real close to, like, getting some points here. And maybe that killed their confidence going into the game against the Coyotes. Or maybe they're like, hey – it's the Coyotes have one win so far. Yeah, I, I cannot explain that game Tuesday night because it was the most boring. Oh, it was awful. It was the, uninspired hockey. It is. Remember when you and I were bitching about? I don't care if the team's bad. I just want to see effort. Now yeah, the or this early, was a no effort game. Yeah, those are the years when it was you know like Oshi and Bacchus yep. and stuff like that before they kind of turned the corner and you're like I just want to go out there and just see an entertaining game if you lose 5 to 4 well at least you gave me an entertaining game if you lose 4 to 1 like I I get at the time I was like I get that the team is not as good as these other teams just try yeah um yeah this was a game that I actually had tickets to um I ended up not going because I honest to god I think went through my entire phone and no one wanted to go Boy, am I glad I didn't go. Would have been a uh, interesting. I'm glad uh, I didn't burn the gas money. Yes, because you had uh, Kyle uh, Copianco. Yeah, I got yeah. that right. And then Cairo, both in the first period. So you're like, great, one to one. Barrett Hayden gets the goal to make it two to one. And then Tory Krug off a really great play it was a four on four where Phenomenal he passed it play. and then he just turned on the afterburners and like beat everybody. And then a great pass from O'Reilly. Great found, saucer pass. Yeah, right to Krug streaking towards the middle. And he gets the goal. So Scott Wedgwood's in goal, and you think, all right, no problem here. But then Barrett Hayden gets Incorrect. his second second goal of the game, second goal of the year on the power play, about the 14-minute mark, and the Blues lose. And that's the game where I was like, that, and that was like, I'm like, okay, this has to be the wake-up call game. Yeah, and I hope so. And then I play. Then I got to the go. I got like tickets like from somebody to go on Thursday. So I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens. And it was a completely different team. The team, like Rob Bortuzzo dropped the gloves with three seconds into yeah, the game. Yeah, Kind of had an interesting fight. Uh, there's Bud had scored and it was called off. Yeah, then uh, Logue Couture had a goal. Ville Husso's in, and Husso played really well this game. Uh, so Couture had a goal called off early. Then the Blues just turned it on and started playing really well after that. And it was like a no, it was one of those no-doubter games by the middle of the second. You had Brandon Saad got one in the first. Thomas got this goal in the second. That was from Prunovich and Bushnevitz. So that was the goal we kind of talked about before yep. with Prunovich streaking down the left side, giving a little pass to, to Bushnevitz, who gave it to Thomas for the quick goal. Uh, the goal that scored by um, San Jose was a really kind of awkward kind of like yeah. 
the puck was behind that, and all of a sudden it was just a quick little feed out front, and then whoever the I can't remember who the defenseman was in front didn't cover uh, Darlene and just quick bang bang goal, and it's yeah. two to one. But then Sod comes back, and like we talked about, Sunquist, Sunquist comes streaking from the middle, gets around a couple of guys, feeds a perfect pass to Sod, who one times in it for a second goal. Yep. Um, and then unfortunately, I had my daughter with me. Not unfortunately, but it was great to have her because her birthday was the next day. Right. But she was tired, and obviously school. And so I missed the Kyrie goal. Well, Kyrie came in and, and sniped it. And those are the goals where I'm like, man, that's a goal scorer's goal. Yes. That's not a – that's just not like, oh, you're just, you know, throwing Flicking a puck towards that. net. That's like – that's a skill goal to yes. me. And that's like a goal that you don't – that's a like – I'm I mean, leaning it, it's, towards – It's a bad ter- – this is a bad, like, comparison. That's like Tarasenko-type goal. No, where it, you it's see, not a bad comparison. It's where you see a, Where you see a goal scorer's goal, basically. Yep. I'm telling you, that was the goal that made me go, maybe I won't put 25 on my Winter Classic jersey. Yeah. He was, looked great. Eight, so eight goals so far this year. I don't know if you have a way to quick check this or not. I'll do my best. Have the Blues lost to San Jose since the hand pass game? Let's see. I'll do some quick thinkings here. So carry the two. Yeah, carry the two over. Spaghetti. But, uh, <laughs> spaghetti. That was my answer. To the, Chris, um, Chris gave me a math question earlier. He's working on something at his house. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, what do I need if I do this and this and this?" The answer was spaghetti. Because uh, that's uh, something beyond. I don't me. think they have, dude. I don't think they've lost to the Sharks since the hand pass game in the playoffs back in nineteen. Because we played a bunch last year. I gotta say, we lost one last year. I don't know. That team was garbage. Yeah, I'll do some research and we'll get back to that near the end. So if we keep moving here, so uh, so we talked about the San Jose game. Played really well. Let's see how they do Sunday. And, or not Sunday, excuse me, Saturday against the Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars, who are up and down year, they have uh, a very good. Straight awful. Got their asses handed to them the night before in Minnesota, 7 to four, 3. Four, no, 4 to 1. That was another game you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking That was earlier in the year. Oh, yeah, okay. but 4 to 1. 4 to 1 was the night before. Um, But yeah, the night before in Minnesota, then had to travel home. Yep. So the Blues are waiting for them at their own place, and it was not even a competition from the start. I say it's because the Blues were in envy of those kick-ass Dallas jerseys. The uh, neon. The Tron jerseys. I don't, I don't know if you're being serious right now. I love them. Okay. Love those jerseys. I know people. I know people. You see, that's the thing is there's like people who really love them. I have one. Really I don't know who I'm going to put on it yet, but I got one. Really, the people love them who really hate them. Oh, they're fantastic. I think they're like, they're always going to have like a Monster Energy drink jersey. They're, they're very Monster Energy drink. They're also very uh, motocross. Motor, motocross, yeah. Uh, first time I saw him, I was like, "That's the that's like the future." It's like Tron. I was thinking of a think of a Harold and Kumar Extreme. Yeah, that's what I thought about. Anyway, they're pretty awesome. But yeah, so I know like our friend Mike, he like hates them. So does I'm he just, really? He doesn't like them at all. That surprises me. Yeah, I know. I was a little shocked. Um, I'm in. The, I, well, I'll I have to ask him to litter mine up. Yeah, <laughs> make me a bicycle clown. Yeah, no kidding. It's like uh, Jamie Ben, who doesn't go down, right? Nope. Nope. <laughs> But anyway, uh, let's see. So the Dallas Stars game is pretty awful from start to finish. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, that, again, not quite as bad as the Arizona game, but not great. I mean, to me, watching like we, I was at a sports trivia night, coincidentally, and uh, yeah, I just kind of like keep it. They had the game on the on the uh, screen to the side, which was nice. So I thanks thanks Adam for putting that together. So I was able to kind of watch the game. Because you can't have your fun out during trivia night. Speaking so of Adam and motocross, I need to bring a uh, my old Tampa jersey for you to give him. Gotcha. So early on, there's a, the the kind of goal in the second period. Ryan Suter gets the goal where 
like it just looked like Bennington missed it, and it looked like early on Jamie Benn hit it with his glove. So I wanted to talk about this goal. And I, they showed it a couple times when I was watching the screen. To me, it looked like it hit his thumb and changed direction ever so slightly, but to the point where is it conclusive, I don't know. Well, on the ice they said it was a goal. They called for the review. They upheld the goal. Mm-hmm. So they were saying it didn't hit him. Because it didn't, they didn't give him the goal. They gave other guy the goal. They gave Suter the goal still. Come back to start the second period, they've changed the goal to Jamie Benton. Then they changed it back because it's officially on the scorecard as Suter again. So they changed it. Okay. Yeah, because they kept going back and forth with it. Not to be a conspiracy theorist, do you think it changed back to Suter because they realized, if it oh, been, crap. If it had been, it's definitely If it had been, it's no goal. Yeah. And at that point, it was already what? Two to one? No, it was nothing. It was zero, zero. That was the first No, but goal. I mean, when they flipped it. Yeah, I think it was two to one. Or, yeah, at least, or one to one at least. Yeah, two to one because they had two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my first thought was, well, then it's no goal. Yeah. And I, like, JK and Pang did their best to not be homers. They're like, well, it looks like it might have hit the top of his elbow pad because, you know, hockey players, the elbow pads come really down close to the wrist. And I'm like, that hit his glove. Yeah. It hit his thumb from what I could see, but um, that's just me. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder if they switched that back to Suter to be like, let's just make this clean for everybody. Yeah. And then uh, the Blues gave two shorthanded goals this game, which is the big story of the uh, – that's that's the game, to be the basically. big problem. Every single one of these goals was a, except for the empty net goal, which we, which is whatever. But every, all the goals that I say quote unquote counted, yep. are all like from special teams, either shorthanded goals or power play goals. So five on five, the Blues did fine. It was very special boring. Teams games. Special teams was not great. So uh, Chris's favorite player to say, Rupe Hints. Rope Hints. Rupe Hints. So uh, on the fantasy team. On the bench. Yeah, it's two short-handed goals. Not on mine, <laughs> thank God. So, uh, 10-39, he gets the two-on-one goal, so just not great there. Nope. So, luckily, right after that, it was another power play. And Brandon Saad gets another goal. So, he's been playing really well. It's his seventh of the year. Yes. Proving that this looks like a really good signing by the Armstrong. So, I think this is him starting to fit in. Yep. Um Like, we always thought that would be him, Perron, and O'Reilly. I think things are really out of order right now because they're trying to – Sunquist is back. They're not playing. Nobody's really playing well. O'Reilly's kind of like floundering. Shen's not in. Kind of the lines aren't what they I normally agree. are. I so agree. eventually, I think you'll see the O'Reilly, Sod, and Perron back. I think you see that too. So this is not a uh, re- it was a repeat, but this is me saying again. So Rupe Hints, Rupe Hints gets his fifth of the year. Another shorthanded goal. Yep. From uh, Raffle at the f- four minute mark of the third. So after that, you're just like, yep, it's over. And like identical goal like oh dude like same exact play almost yep and uh let's see so a two-on-one and then one timer from hints so jamie benigas is fifth and it's an empty netter to seal it there because he they got pulled the goalie really early which yes. and like i said this game like the blues just didn't they were not in it from no if they somehow got a point out of this game it would have been a miracle because yes. they were just not great no they the were game they were the they, they were looked like they were it looked like they were like a team that had a – which they they have a lot of guys that are back. They're only just missing Shen at this point. I, they remind me of a team that had a bunch of minor leaguers up, and it's like we're just going to try to like keep it 1-1 one to one or 0-0 zero zero or 2-2 two to two and then hope for overtime we can steal a point. 
That's what it yeah, seemed man, like this whole I, I, game. That third period, they just didn't seem to care at all. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, so uh, so the Blues have been floundering a bit. So they were you know, still you know, third in the Central. I think they were, might be fourth now. Let's see if they dropped. But overall, you know, the 9-6-2, and two, third yeah. in the Central. I mean, you're technically only two points out of first at this point. Right. So you're still – well within striking distance, but you know, let's see. There's a lot of teams that are going through a lot. Like Vegas has a lot of injuries. They're only 11 and seven. Yeah, not playing well. Nashville has been surprising. Colorado has been disappointing. Eight five and one. A lot of injuries. McKinnon is out still. Yep. So it's one of those that Dallas has been struggling until like they're seven seven and two now. Uh, Chicago's get kind of getting their sh- their shit together. They yep. were they're five and ten now. Sound and a team which I don't know why people picked this team for the win over the Blues to get to the playoffs. I never thought Seattle was going to be that great. I think it's one of those things that they saw what Vegas did, and they're like, "Oh, these guys will be sure. a bunch. Of, these guys will be a bunch of misfit toys too." And no, they're no. four and twelve right now. Grubauer can't save a beach ball, save his life, and uh, they have some injuries piling up there. So they're already. I've already saw they're talking like who they're going to trade near the end of the uh, trade deadline. Talk about like should they trade their captain because Mark Giordano is their why not. He had one year left, and I was like, you might get a first-rounder for him at this point. Yep. That's a guy the Blues should target if the price isn't too bad yeah. coming up. But anyway, uh, so Blues, I think it's still got a chance. It's it's so early, man. We just talked about it. We're it eight, is. We're, we're 17 games into the year. Right. When you hit that quarter mark, they say they win the next four, and they're like, and you look okay, you look at it, and it's like, oh, this team's pretty good. Yep. If they like split it and they go two and two, maybe you're like, okay, this team has some room for. They do have room for improvement right now. Yeah, I think once you get Shen back in, you can balance the lines out. Everybody is humming on all cylinders again. I think I'm more of an optimist than a lot of people, as we've talked about. I think this team has never been a superstar team, like a one superstar player, like McDavid, who carries sure. the team. This is a team sum of all their parts. If you get all it this is. team to back and being healthy which they were to start the year, and we saw how they were. And that wasn't an aberration. That was like – I thought that was truly like this is what they can be when they play on top of their I game. I agree. And they were playing on top of their game. If they – but the, well, they can, say, can you sustain that for 80-plus games? No. No. You're going to go through peaks and valleys. Unfortunately, we're in the valley part right now, we're hoping. Yeah, I, I think my only place for concern is, you know, if this team was – if these losses that we've had this week were against – Teams like um, Winnipeg and you know other strong teams. Yeah, a little less, okay. Yeah, but when you're dropping games to Arizona and you're dropping games to a, a struggling Dallas team, and not just dropping games, but looking flat against these teams, that concerns me. Um, but like you said, we have four games left till we hit the quarter pole. Let's see where we're at in four games. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. We're to two see. points out of first. You just said it. Yeah, so I'm not too and yeah, and you're really just you have a plus nine goal differential, which is better than the first place team. And you're, yep, I mean, mind you, the Pacific, which we all everybody thought was gonna be like the worst division, is like high scoring, crazy right now. Edmonton plus eighteen, Calgary's a plus twenty three, Anaheim the plus thirteen, which is insane right now. Ridiculous. So. They're playing really well. So my thing is a lot of – some teams are going to come back down to earth and some teams are going to get better. I still think Colorado is going to get better. I agree. I think Vegas is going to get better. They might have Jack Eichel eventually. And I think that's when they're going to start seeing some crazy stuff. So a couple of personal things that happened to the, some of the Blues. So David Prawn gets played his 616th game as a Blue on Sunday. 
what of the uh, seventh that is, and passing Bobby Plager for tenth on games played list. So that's pretty cool that Perron, you know, considering a guy who's been on the team three different times, has still managed to like do that. Um, so that's pretty cool. So the other thing we talk about roster moves, which I didn't bring up. So the Blues returned Jake Neighbors to his junior team, which it seemed like that was the case just because of minutes at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was because of play. So, but it's good to have a guy like that, like you know, like that next year when the Blues are planning out their team, you have a guy like Jake Neighbors that you know can probably fill in on your third and fourth line next year yeah. and be a contributor. So that's really good on that part. So uh, we have the Clifford trade, Perunovich. We had Jake Neighbors is gone. Dakota Joshua has been up and down with the team right now, currently down in Springfield. So Blues have some big games coming up this week. So Thanksgiving week. So what do we have going on? So you have the big one tomorrow on Monday, which is against the the Vegas Golden Knights at home. The Blues play at home against Vegas. Then they play Wednesday right before Thanksgiving uh, against Detroit. And then also the game on Friday got moved. So on Friday it was a 12-30 game. It got moved to a 2-30 game against Chicago at Chicago. And it's also got moved to Hulu and, Fun. E- and ESPN Plus. Awesome. So both. So if you want to watch that game, you have to do one of those two things, which I have both, so it would be fine. Question. Answers. What are you doing tomorrow night? Tomorrow night against Vegas, I'm guessing. Yes. I guess I'm going to the Vegas game, I guess. Sweet. So there you go. So, um, All right. So Vegas game, that's going to be interesting to see how they do. So – what do we got next on the list here? Da, 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 da. So, can we bring some up real quick before I forget about it? Go for it. Brett Hull's kid. Oh, but he threw up about the whole Ovechkin thing. Go yeah, for it. yeah. So real quick, Ovechkin passed Brett, Brett Hall for four. four in the on the goal list, which was going to happen this year, obviously, because sure. the way Ovechkin is playing, and he, Ovechkin is determined to get the overall goals. Yeah, I think he's going to play until his legs stop moving or until he passes Wayne Gretzky, one of the two. Yeah, I th- Which he, I think they're saying, what, realistically three years? Yeah, three years if he keeps up at, like, what, a 40-goal pace or something yeah. like that? I, you would think at some point he's going to fall off, but damn. And sure doesn't seem to. Looks good this year, so I really can't say anything. So, I don't – did Brett – Say anything? Brett is off Twitter, right? Brett is technically on Instagram and Twitter, but is he active? I would say I no. haven't seen a, a tweet from Brett Hall. In they years. had a they had a um, not since they won the cup. No, the Blues had a whole like he shot a video, you know, like a video at his house saying congrats to him, and he's okay. And, and it was put, as he should, and it was put out on I, I believe the Blues, I believe the Blues yeah. Twitter. I saw it, and I think the NHL Twitter picked it up as well. As he should, I mean. It's class. It's Records class. are made to be broken. Yeah, I mean, eventually, eventually, if Ovechkin does not pass, somebody will. Uh, Connor McDavid has a probably a damn yeah. good shot if he stays healthy for many years. So, Brett's kid. I don't remember exactly what he said, but kind of pissed and moaned about Ovechkin passing his dad. And then when people essentially told him to sit down and shut the F up, deleted the tweet and said something about um, Russians and someone else not liking it when you go after Ovechkin. And the whole thing just like didn't sit well with me. To me, it was very reminiscent of 
when Kurt Warner's wife started talking smack back when Warner was with the Rams, when Pujols' wife started talking smack about the Cardinals. Mm. Yeah. Like, if it ain't you, be quiet. If it's your husband, if it's your dad, if it's your uncle, whoever it is, let them make the comment. Like, you got no skin in this game, kid. Yeah. None. So basically the tweet really quick is, uh, it was like this. It, he just basically shared the uh, video of a getch, of Ovechkin tying Hall, and he had three thumbs down emojis with it. That was it. That was it. I get it. I get it. It's a bummer, but at the same time, like, I don't know if that needed to be shared publicly. Yeah, and then he basically then then I guess a lot of the basically Ovechkin fans, and then a lot of Russian media like was tweeting him and stuff. And he says, I guess in Russia you aren't supposed to support your father and be disappointed when his all-time achievement is tied or surpassed. Am I understanding this correctly? No, you're not understanding it correctly. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you're not. Like, you can be bummed. Do you really think let's, – let's put it this way. Probably one of the biggest records that's ever fallen to someone in St. Louis. Do you think that the family of Roger Maris wanted to be in the stands and watch Mark McGuire break their dad's record? Probably not. You think that you think they wanted to watch that, and like, if you and if, then have if, to hug them and pretend like they're super happy it happened. Yeah, the, if you go back and like, if you ever watch like that, because it came up like it was the anniversary. Yeah, was it this year or last year, whatever the anniversary. I think it was last year, maybe this year. I anyway, whatever, whatever it was, whatever it was. And they had an anniversary of it, and they showed it. And if you watch that again, like they are just like, oh, okay, we're here. Yeah, they're like, 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 like you tell us like. They're fighting through it because they're like, yeah, like that's their dad's. That's I'm sure their dad talked glowingly about. Are you about kidding that. me? Like, yeah, the all-time home run record. Yeah, are they for a season? Like, one of the biggest in that sport. Yep. And obviously the goal. And let's put it this way: and that, and obviously Brett Hall, very great goal scorer. It's it fourth. Yeah, he wasn't he ain't first. He wasn't first. He ain't even on the podium. You're not even bronze. Yeah. So if he was like first, he got passed. Okay, I'll, I'll give it to you because that's like his crowning achievement. Right. That's what he said. That's his achievement doing this. To me. Two Stanley Cups. That's me. To me, that's that's what be mine. I'd be like, yep. I got my name is like I was. And a Hall the, of Famer. Yeah, and a Hall of Famer. Like, those are my things. And those are the, those things you can't take away from me. If they you beat me in goals. Okay. Whatever. Do you think, and this may be a bad example. For example, like, you, like do you think you, any like Pat Maroon cares about somebody passes how many goals he had with something? All he has to look down and look at his three Stanley Cup rings. Yep, that's it. Or anybody. Anybody, like, to me, they'll be like, oh, you can't take these away. It doesn't matter what you say about this. So, I don't know. I, I thought it was very odd, too. But yep. I just, It just seemed very gross and, and ugh to me. Yeah. It was, I don't know. I kind of saw it, and it kind of was one of those things. I'm like, come on, man. Like, Show class. Yeah, basically. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's what kind of came off more as anything. So, yeah, so interesting stuff there. So, all right, we got that. It was nice to get back in the saddle again, yeah. start doing this again. So hopefully, we got the. We know we have. Chris is near the end of your home projects are, I am, are slowing I am. down. Uh, things are finally stabilizing around here. Yep. Uh, the holidays are around, but I think we'll we're gonna try to get this. Do with holidays, we're off a little bit now. Coming up, we yep. can maybe knock out a couple of games here. We're getting ready for um, one of the we call it the big four yes, pay per views. Right. So Survivor Series, which has like. No hype, which is really odd. It's weird. I forgot that it was this week until we were talking about recording, what, Thursday or Friday, and I'm like, 
This is no, wait till Sunday and watch yeah. wrestling. Yeah, yeah, because we were because I like okay wrestling talk. If you guys want to tune out for three or four minutes here, because um, I'll be honest, I've been watching more AEW, and I'll be honest, I've been real disappointed with WWE and about like the amount of releases because the guys they released, I was really behind and yep. stuff, and I was really kind of like, wow, I kind of grown to really like. A they got to bring it tonight. They got to. I mean, they've. They, I have no confidence that they will. But and here's they the, do here's something. the thing, is man, you have and you're eventually you're gonna start relying on the same guys over and over again, and it's just gonna get you're gonna get burnt out. And the rumors are is that they're cutting down. It keeps saying budget cuts. That's what all these little cut things are. Which give me a break. You just literally two weeks ago said you had like X amount of profits. We were in the mil- hundreds of millions right. of dollars. So right. whatever. Um, Eventually, you're going to keep relying on the same guys over, and people are going to get tired of those guys. I swear as to God. As much as you want to give crap for AEW having a bloated roster, at least they can literally turn to somebody else and put somebody else's champion like that and have something fresh going. If I like have that. to watch Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, it'd be, I, I'm thinking of what we heard. Uh, supposedly, somebody, uh, a very famous movie star, is coming back is coming for a run. For a run. So that would be a. Uh, it's a lot of money for them if he comes back. But um, once again, you're relying on a part-timer. You're not relying on – Yeah, he'll give you a quick bump, but – Give you a five months for – But then know, what? Then you're back to figuring things out again. Yeah, we'll see. So, we'll see. But anyway, yeah, so Survivor Series tonight. We'll see how that goes. Always it's the brand supremacy one, whoever's better. I really loved when they had NXT involved. and but too. They don't, yeah, they don't care about NXT anymore. It's literally like going and watching independent wrestling, which yeah. is fine. But uh, I liked what they had before, the roster they had there, and they gutted it. So, whatever. Anyways, that uh, thing. So, Blues, we'll see how they play starting tomorrow. Yep. So, if you can hold of us on the socials, on Twitter, it's at Blues Hockey NHL. Um, at Hossapalooza. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. It's at Blues Hockey Podcast. Uh, you can find links to all those socials on our website. It's blueshockeypodcast.net and also blueshockeypodcast.com. Uh, on there, like I talked to the socials, you also find where you can download the podcast, which is listen to it on the website. You can also do it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, uh, Amazon Music, Audible, any place you have a Google Google Play or Google Store, whatever they call it now. Yep. Anywhere you have podcasts, you can listen to it. So just find us there. Um, Real quick on all the sponsors. So first off, let's just do, do a reverse order. We'll do DraftKings first. So DraftKings, use the code THPN today. That's the Hockey Podcast Network. Use that for when you sign up. You get a bunch of bonuses to put some bonus money on the games. You got holidays coming up now. So obviously you have um, Blues Hockey. You're getting getting close to the end of football, mid midpoint of football season. About yep, we'll pass halfway the NFL season. You and got bowl games starting bowl up. Games starting up in the next couple of weeks, so you got a lot of stuff coming up. So go ahead and look at DraftKings today. Use the code THPN. Uh, also, let's look at Lucky Lolos. So with holidays coming up, you're going to need some stuff for uh, serving. So first off, get the jalapeno sweet heat. That works with a ton of stuff. Use it to put on any kind of stuff you're grilling, anything you're cooking. But use it as like kind of a dip as well. So look on their website, LuckyLolas.com, uh, I believe it is. Don't forget, while you're, while you're shopping Lucky Lola stuff, don't forget to get stuff to rub your salmon. Correct. So you got your salmon rub, and you also have your uh, your Sweet Heat Bratwurst as well, which can be found at Kenrick's and also at Fresh Time stores around the St. Louis area. Also, go to Schnooks, and you can find Lucky Lola's products there. On top of that, you can also find Rockstar Taco Dust at Schnooks, but you know what else about Rockstar Taco? 
they are fully operational. Yes. Now. So they are a fully operational battle station. now. So go check them out down on down right next to the hill, um, off of, on Shaw. That's so good. They have a bunch of stuff. So every Tuesday, was it every Tuesday we're looking at? Every Tuesday night is going to be like their rock, their trivia, rock star trivia, which is fun and so it's music challenging. Trivia, music too. trivia. So go down there for some music trivia. They've been having open mic nights for um, there's some comedy showcases, a lot of stuff going on. Will's got a lot of good stuff going on and some stuff coming up here in the future. So yep. if you're going down also for like, if you need to go for um, the the Garden Glow, which is like the uh, Missouri Botanical Gardens, little yep. like, light you're show, right there. You're 95 minutes away. Yep. Stop in, get yourself some tacos, get you like the full, the menu is back up. So now it's just on a couple of things. He's got everything going. Kitchen's up and running. Got all his permits and everything ready to go. Super uh, happy for Will and uh, Rebecca over there at Rockstar Taco. Yep. So keep rocking it over there. Go check them out today over at Rockstar Taco at the Gaslight. So got that all knocked out. Hopefully we get to see some better Blues hockey coming up with the holidays. Here's um, hoping. I know I always have – it's always fun around this time of year. You have holidays and you get hockey. So the game on Friday I think will be fun. Yeah, be you got some pretty decently winnable games coming up. Let's be honest. Agreed. You have Detroit and Chicago. Chicago's been playing better. You Detroit's be been them. okay, but you still should beat them. Uh, Vegas has been struggling, but they'll give you a challenge. I think if you can beat Vegas, maybe get a little confidence boost. And if you can sweep this week, it would put a lot of faith back into the team. I 100% that, agree. I think so. I think it all starts tomorrow night. Yep. So get through Vegas, and then hopefully uh, – you can get things rolling on the right track again. So thanks again for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. And once again, then we apologize for the long delay between episodes. Like I said, a lot of stuff just going on. And we just, one of those things is hard sometimes to get to recording just due to timing issues. So thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to you guys soon. See ya.